First do no harm. Navigating online confrontation within Christendom. Some of the nastiest and most unfortunate interactions between Christians in the modern world occur online, but how do we handle these situations? Below are my brief musings and humble recommendations on how to faithfully and lovingly engage our more contentious Christian brethren. The Pinch of the Needle The first trick to navigating these waters is being able to handle the initial discomfort of the interaction. This initial discomfort, akin to the pinch of a needle, may spark you to flinch into some sort of rash reaction. Its piercing sharpness may very well break through the thickest of skin. In such instances, it is especially helpful to have prepared your heart in advance through the means of grace. In Christ, we have access to a peace that surpasses all understanding. See Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. It is difficult to wound one who has given up all of his infirmities and vulnerabilities. With humility of heart, we may remember St. James admonishing us to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. See James, chapter 1, verse 19. Washing your hands. The second tactic is to wash our hands of things that we know to be unfruitful. This is easier said than done, but it is a necessary discipline, and to ignore it is both lazy and unhealthy. We are warned by St. Paul in his epistle to the Romans to mark and avoid those who cause divisions and strife within the body. See Romans chapter 16, verse 17. If an individual is stirring up strife online within the Christian community, then the cure may very well be as simple as unfollowing, muting, and or blocking that individual. This may be difficult, as many of us, myself included at times, are addicted to the drama, but it is necessary. There are times for provocative individuals to be engaged and for correction to be issued, but more often than not, the solution is to quit feeding the fire. Similarly, St. Paul writes the following to Titus, But avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. See Titus chapter 3, verse 9. Takeaways. What may we conclude from the above? I will summarize it below in two parts a hard pill to swallow, and a spoonful of sugar to help the medicine go down. The hard pill to swallow. We must accept the fact that we cannot take on the entire internet and that not every individual is open to correction. Like it or not, we must content ourselves to offer correction to those who will receive it and ignore those who resist. Pray for them, but do not indulge them in their selfish appetites. In the words of Solomon, Do not reprove a scoffer, or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man, and he will love you. See Proverbs chapter 9, verse 8. Through diligent curation of the spheres that we engage in, we may be free of unnecessary strife and are better able to focus on what Christ would have us dwell on. We don't have to delete social media altogether, but we can certainly limit what arenas we engage in and entertain, and that is a blessing. At the end of the day, we may strive to know nothing other than Christ crucified. See 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2, and Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10.